Hey everybody, this is Jason from Cornerstone Dog Training and CornerstonePuppy.com. And have you ever watched dog agility like on TV? You know, like when they like the dogs are running through the obstacle courses and they're like jumping over, you know, like through hoops and over sticks and weaving in out of poles and running through tunnels and things like that. Well, uh, we want to talk about the foundations for that today. And so let's get into it. All right, guys. So. I was thinking the other day, as we're, you know, we're, we're here in Utah, we're in April and it's spring break for our kids and we, uh, we're kind of doing a staycation this go around uh, with our eighth child on the way. So my wife is seven and a half months pregnant and we just, she didn't feel like going anywhere warm or anything like that for spring break because it just doesn't sound fun and tiring in her state of pregnancy. So we decided we were going to do a staycation. We're going to work on bikes. And so we've been working on getting the bikes going for our kids and um, got some bike rides planned for later on in the week to be more active uh, because we've decided is even in the dog world, this should be active April, right? We got to work on some active games and things like that. Well, as we're, we're you know, tuning up the bikes, um, I'm working through bike after bike after bike and helping these kids uh, learn to fix their bikes. And I was reminded in my mind, I started thinking about when my daughter Lily started to ride a bike. And Lily, Lily was a, a fun little kid. She was talking like full sentences when she was a year and a half old and just had this cute little high pitched voice, super long hair that was like, <laughs> it was like uh, half the size she was tall in length, you know, and it, it, she was just, she was a cute little girl. But when she was learning to ride a bike, um, we as parents kind of made the mistake where we, you know, she started getting to it and she's all wobbly and riding around and barely staying up and you'd say stuff like, okay, go ahead and we got this big open area at the playground to ride, just watch out for that pole. And those of you who know, know exactly what she did. <laughs> she would ride and she would start working her way toward that pole that we told her not to hit. And it, the pole is like two inches wide, the same like <laughs> width as her tire. And what does she hit? She hits the pole. And you're like, we told you not to hit the pole. Well, when you're riding a bike, you know where focus goes, energy flows. And that's the principle for today, where focus goes, energy flows. Now, a lot of times we're talking about that from a perspective of we we want to train our dogs to focus on us and to look to us for guidance so that we can have a working relationship. It's really functional that way. But there's also times where we can start to ask them to focus on other things. And agility, the beginning of agility, actually uses that principle as a key principle. So that's kind of, that's the direction we want to go. This is the second podcast in the Active April series and whether it's april or not it's a good opportunity for you to get out and to do some new things and work your dog's mind and uh brain and nose and all of those things so if you haven't listened to that one definitely go back and listen to the previous podcast about nose games and this one we want to teach you about uh a touch stick because where focus goes energy flows and so the way the beginning of agility is all about focusing on one point and if you can get your dog to focus on one spot 
as a game, then you can build from there. So other animals do this too. You know, you think about like where a horse's head goes is where their body goes. That's why we use, you know, a, a, a halter and things like that. Um, when I'm teaching my kid that's eight to mow the lawn uh, and you say, all right, uh, if you tell them to like watch down on the ground and look at, you know, watch, watch the line where it is, they're going to kind of struggle. You have to kind of tell them, okay, there's a spot and you look ahead and then they do all right. And you get straight lines instead of wobbly lines in your lawn. It's okay. We're not growing grass. We're growing kids. So (laughs) they'll work through it. But this happens all the time in in our world and dogs is super it's super important they're so good at this um you know agility helps them to work their mind not just their body agility is like you thinking through how you use your body so it's a fun little it's fun to do it's a fun discipline and yet the foundation of it for a, a, a family's dog isn't that hard and it's it's good to just play the game and fun game for kids as well so touch stick is a game where ultimately we just help a dog to focus on one spot meaning we have this stick that's like two feet long and there's a target on the end of it and they touch it with their nose for a reward that's kind of the basis of it now we go like when if we want to get a touch stick um you can you can definitely order one uh, online, you can go to pet stores and get them, and they're usually like a a, a stick with a, a little ball on the end for the dog to boop with their nose. But I don't know as if I've ever actually bought an official one. You can get official ones that have like telescoping, you know, like they're telescoping and they have a ball on the end and they have a clicker because you're going to want at least a way to mark the behavior. A clicker works we use the word yes. We just use our voice because it's very convenient. It's usually always with us. And so you can buy official ones, but you know, we often, if we're going to, you know, we're on field trips with dogs, we'll, we'll get a, we'll go to an equestrian section of a store and you can do this online as well, but they'll just have a riding crop about two feet long is what I usually want, you know, 18 inches to, to two feet. And uh, they already have like a little leather thing on the end and you just use that as the target. Um, if it's hard for your dog to see, you can put some tape, flat tape on that, like painter's tape so that they can see it. Uh, but in all reality, you could go out in your backyard and find a thin stick and throw some tape on the end of that. It'd be totally fine. Sometimes people even use their hand. I like to use a stick because it makes it so I have a little more... Uh, a little more distance from myself when I want to train a dog to do something, but it's, you can use your hand as a target, just a flat hand and they can target it. So what do we do? We take this touch stick and we're going to place it near the dog's nose, like two inches away from your dog's nose. And it's a pretty natural thing. You just take it and hold it there. You don't say anything. You just take it, hold it right there. And the dog like will look up at you and be like, what the heck am I supposed to do with that? And then they'll boop it with their nose. And when they do that, you say yes or click and then present them with a reward. And they're like, oh, this is cool. I got food for just touching that thing with my nose. That was super easy. And so you throw it down there again, and they're like, going to do that. And they touch it with their nose. Yes, give them food. Two inches again. Yes, 
food. And they're like, oh, catching on. You might want to do that more than you would think, about two inches away. So I would go for, you know, 10, 15 times. But this is a slow game. We're not trying to get super, go some anywhere super fast. Uh, if you If your dog starts to lose interest, they're either one, not hungry enough, two, it was too hard of a, a gap, too big of a jump for them, or they uh, just have decided to hold out like it's not worth the reward. So um, you're going to start really, really close. And then, of course, you're going to get further away. You're going to progress to like four inches away and six inches away. So they have to work a little harder. And each time you're marking it, either with a clicker or with yes or something like that, and then rewarding them. And being excited, having fun. There's really no corrections here. It's just, let's just have fun and do this. Um, if they're overexcited and they're trying to bite it, then maybe you can do a correction. But uh, usually they're kind of like weirded out by it at first. So they're not really biting it. They're just kind of touching it. And, and then you're off and running. Um, you can progress to like go to the side a little bit, go down low, go up high, not too high but just enough where they can keep their feet on the ground and, and still touch it, but reach up with their neck and nose. And, and then you can progress from there. You're going to start to slightly move the stick or lure them when uh, when they start going for it. So you put it, you present the stick and they start moving toward it, and then you start moving it slightly and they have to work a little harder and get the stick. And by doing that and turning off to the side, you can start to build in a turn continue that and you can start to build in a spin. All of these don't have word commands yet. You just start by training the behavior. And if I wanted them, my dog to spin, for example, I would do that a dozen times or more where they're getting it, where I've built in and I've got them to a spin level. And then after a while, I'm going to uh, just, I'm going to hold the stick down and say spin or pull the stick away and see if the dog, if the dog will spin, then mark it and reward it just say spin and they they're like this is what i'm doing already so is this what you want again yep and then you can get it on a word command but it all starts with focus and energy and where focus goes energy flows so we're just having them focus on the stick and then they can do figure eights you can have them go through your legs jump through your arms all sorts of things that you can work with a touch stick and have a lot of fun with um as a natural way that you see this. So dogs don't naturally walk on two legs. I mean, some do in their internet sensations, right? <laughs> but most dogs don't walk on two legs because they have four. So why use two? And it, if, uh, when we're, we have a dog, our dog Coco is, um, she's a labradoodle and she's just a small little labradoodle, but she has stomach issues. And so almost every single night, she gets a little pumpkin before she goes to bed because it will help calm her stomach through the evening. And so uh, my son will take pumpkin, put it on a spoon, and one of his favorite things to do is just to say, okay, and then he just holds the pumpkin up high. And she comes up on two legs, and she can sit there and lick every ounce of that pumpkin off that spoon without even thinking about it, even though that's not a natural thing for her to do from two legs. And that's the, the power of that, of this principle that where focus goes, energy flows. And a touch stick is a way for you to transfer that focus and then move it into the direction that you want and ultimately transfer that to a word command 
it's a fun process, long process, and it will get your dog thinking and get you thinking. And sessions, you know, you may not be able to get all the way to a spin in one session. One session might just be getting them to touch the uh, touch the touch stick at four or six inches away. And that's great. And then the next day you come back at it. And that's actually really, really valuable for puppies is to separate it out and for older dogs too. But you, when their attention span is gone, then you're done. Don't try and keep pushing it. As trainers, that's one of the hardest things is we always, we're like, oh, we can go to the next step. Oh, we can go to the next step. Instead of just saying, ah, we got it. Let's take a win. Let's have them excited. They kind of get the principle. Let's move on and do these in phases and steps. Man, I'm excited for you. Have fun doing this. This is this is awesome. It's way fun for kids to do, to get that touch stick out and to train them how to do it, to hold still while the dog comes to the stick and we don't help the dog out. Don't ever help the dog out by moving the stick closer um, as they're coming toward it. Let them actually hit the target and you're going to have so much fun. You're just going to you teach your kids this and then say, okay, see if you can teach our dog to uh, do a spin or to uh, jump up and touch it. There's all sorts of crazy things you can do that will be lots of fun for you, your family, and your dog. So happy training and have a great one.